Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. Welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. My name's Coop. Um, as promised on the last one, um, I didn't want to start on a negative note on the previous podcast. I just wanted to uh, be kind of mainly positive because we're starting it again. This podcast, however, is uh, Malcolm Young's The Metal Show's obituary to Malcolm Young. Um, this is a difficult one, and it's really, really difficult for me Uh talking about anybody that's passed away because it's an awful thing i hope i never have to ever again talk about someone passing away who's in the limelight and is as talented and as influential as mal was but uh, it's only fitting that if i was in a band i would play some songs by acdc most definitely um passed away on the 18th of november so the first question is why has it took so long i wanted to leave it a bit before there was a lot of people as as kind of social networks do, there's a lot of people writing things about how how important they were to him, and that that fantastic. I preferred to to leave it a little bit, uh, let the let the guy's funeral take place, and and then then talk about what a great person uh, Mal was and how f- fantastically important he is to rock metal and music in general. Um, I did think it was pretty pretty poor that there's photos of his of his funeral um didn't really want to talk about that per se but i saw some pictures and i just thought you know what fucking that's a that's a private thing that is that's between him and his family i don't know why someone would want to see photos of someone else's funeral only to point out who look who turned up and who didn't turn up and all that bollocks it's, it's got nothing to do with us um it really isn't a, 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 a done thing so i i i just wanted to say that about that but I will start by saying the first album I bought was uh, ACDC's Highway to Hell. A long time ago, when I was in my teens, um, just obviously one of the, the, the greatest albums ever made, and one of the greatest albums ACDC ever made. It, uh, it was the first time I properly heard distorted guitars, guitar solos, uh, properly understood riffs. I used it when I when I got married. I used that, or we used that. I mean, my wife chose it as the song that we walk up the uh, aisle as man and wife to. We figured that you know we were kind of both metal fans, and we were we were heading out on a long journey, as 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 Bond would have, Scott would have said. And it's like it was like a highway tale. So I had that as my as the song at my wedding when I was married. We were man and wife and more. Uh, back up the aisle that's, uh, that's how intrinsically important it was to me I don't think there's uh, a month that goes by where I don't listen to the entirety of Highway to Hell completely I have the album here in front of me uh, I have all their albums in front of me because I've, I have all their albums because I think everybody first discovered ACDC on, on vinyl certainly some of the older guys and I, that's what I listen to it was interesting when I first listened to Highway to Hell uh, it's got every. It, there's not a bad song on it, and 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 the story. Uh, but there's that bit at the end of Night Prowler, where Bon has that re, re, recording backwards, and he's I think it's like Shazwoods, Nanu Nanu, and uh, uh, I I thought he was kind of playing with me. I thought that's how he's summoning up the devil. And even my parents at the time were like, "That's weird. I don't like that." At the end of that song. This is before that, you know nonsense with all that um, and it was just this album that was still dangerous to me but the thing that I liked the most about it is the the cover was the the, the, the five guys Mal, Cliff, Phil, Angus and Bon and they they just looked like a bunch of guys you know so they weren't like it wasn't that 
they were all kind of beautiful guys, good-looking guys, or they looked cool, or they were wearing cool jackets, or their hair looked good, or whatever it was. It was just a, it was just like five guys that could look as though they come out of fucking any pub, and therefore I could look like those guys. That you know that was what was important. Now I couldn't be Angus because Angus was cool as fuck and he could play. You know uh, uh, the guitar just uh, it was just this great blues rock player. So I couldn't be I couldn't be Angus. So I couldn't I tried but I couldn't be Angus. Couldn't be Bon because you know Bon's like you know, Bon Scott's Bon Scott. You know the just charismatic to the nth degree. One of the greatest frontmen in, in in rock history ever. That's undisputable. Um, but I, I I I could be Mal. Because, like, let's face it, and I'll say it right now, uh, the the guys w- were by their own admission were the the greatest looking guys in the world, and I, I I'm not a great looking person myself, but they they didn't. That's not what they were about. And I thought, well, you know, I could be Mal though. I could try and be Mal. So I I went. I started learning Mal's guitar parts and stuff, like so the rhythms. And I, I got them. I could play, you know. I could play these songs. I could play them to you now. You'd go, okay, yeah, that's that's fucking hell's bells or that's dirty deeds or whatever it is. I could play them to you now, and you, you'd, you'd get them. And it's only like as I go to like I start to learn the guitar and become reasonably okay at it. That I start to learn. I was fucking a million miles away from 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 what 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 he was doing. But at the time, I was like, Mal is he's an everyman. I'm pretty sure right now. Christ knows how many albums ACDC have sold, millions and millions and millions. He could walk down most city centres and no one would say would even recognise him. And he was one of those guys that he, he didn't even see him in the limelight. He was just happy to just write really fucking good songs. Um, jeans and t-shirts. He's got white jeans and t-shirts on there. He's not even got he's fucking... I don't think he's got tattoos on there. He's just like this normal bloke that you could see playing a band. That's fucking... That's cool as fuck, that is. That really is cool. I mean, on the on, on the reverse, he's just got jackets on. He just look... In fact, Bond's the only one who's kind of made an effort, aside from the fact that the, the, the Angus is wearing a school was you. But Bond's kind of got that, like, kind of 80s grey jacket on and and the and the bell bottoms the the jean he's got jean belt i just realized it's jean bell bell bottoms with like like boot like cowboy boots on the guy was a fucking madman i love him to bits um uh yes but but man's just there and he looks as though he's just fucking he's been told to stand there he looks as though he, he, he couldn't give a fuck about fame and that's that's amazing to me that's amazing that it's literally he's just playing it because guess what he enjoys it uh, and he and he was ACDC. He was ACDC. Uh, you know, what's beautiful is if you look at the writing credits, it's it's young, young and Scott. And I'm talking about not just talking about like uh, I would tell. I'm talking about uh, all the albums. It's young, young and whomever else it would have been. And he'd have that beautiful thing that because the brothers, they both, which uh, say the same surname, obviously. So you, there's no well, is it Angus Young or is it Malcolm Young? No, it's just Young and Young, because it doesn't matter, because the two of them obviously very clearly wrote together. But I bet you, I bet you Mal brought some stuff to, to Angus. I bet you he was like, listen to this riff and plays the riff of Back and Black and Angus and then finesse it out and get it sorted. And we'll never know where one stops and where one starts and all that type of thing. We'll never know that. But just think of some of the riffs that he's wrote. You think there's two or three massive riffs on every album they've ever done, sometimes more, of some of the greatest rock songs of all time you shook me all night long back in black highway to hell you know what i mean these are all like anth- anthems now anthems that have been going for decades 
and he, I get the feeling he was just this calm sort of sensor that was just like, this is what we're doing, this is what's going on. You know, Bon or Brian could go crazy and do all that, and Angus could do his guitar things, and that's great. But I'm going to just propel us along. He was just this fucking the engine of 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 ACDC. You know, him and Cliff just locking in, and Phil. Uh, just locking in into this, like, you know, and later on, you know, the, the other drummers that they got, and obviously Cliff left a little bit as well. Uh, the, the, but the the the, cat, the whole sort of beginning, the the, the engine was, was mal. I mean, when you see him live, he did fucking nothing virtually on stage. Occasionally walked forward during, like, a whole lot of Rosie or whatever. And he just started back just fucking pumping endlessly these riffs, just tight fucking huge riffs. I mean, I wonder, I really, you'll never know, but I wonder how many riffs he really did right. And without a shred of fucking ego by the looks of things as well, like, you know. Um, and and I, I just think it's beautiful that the right credits are young and young. I think that's excellent, uh, you know, because we have to remember that they were brothers, you know, and our brothers, you know, the, the, the young. So it's uh, it, it, it's interesting from, from from that point standpoint of like the contributions, ACDC's contributions, and therefore Malcolm's contributions. Well, he never well, obviously they had bands at the beginning, but ACDC was just pretty much his only band, and and he was just happy to just belt out these endless stream of riffs. He was a machine in every sense of the word. In in the he pushed it forward and constantly kept the beat. You try try and keep up and stay in time with what they're doing and how in the pocket and how tight they are. Have a look at him. Have a listen to If You Want Blood, uh, the live the live album. It's fucking flawless. It's, you cannot touch the rhythm section. You can't touch it. You've got something in there. And it was a machine as much as to every single album. He was like, here's fucking six, seven fucking absolutely rock solid riffs that you cannot fuck with. Like, you know, back in black, front to back, it's just, it's just a, uh, it's the fucking, it's the holy grail of fucking rock. It's up there with Dark Side of the Moon. It is because, yes, it's maybe not as explorative as that yet, but it's just one of those albums. It's you, you can put you can put only a small selection of albums on in a rock club, and front to back, people will just listen to it and no one would question it. That was you could you could leave fucking Back in Black on. You could leave Highway to Hell on a rock club, and no one would say shit. No one would say shit. And that's that's an incredible legacy to leave, like incredible legacy to leave. And you think like the guys, there's never been he's black t-shirts, uh, pair of jeans. It's been his stock uniform, and then he had obviously you have that Gretsch Jeff Firebird. I think it was a '63. Um, not necessarily conventionally, so I didn't see a lot of them about. And he and he had that missing pickup at the the, the front as well. Sorry, the yeah, the neck pickup. And and he just could tell he was just like this is my fucking tools. These are my tools, and this is it. It, it might not look that pretty, but neither am I. But you know what? This fucking gets the job done, and I get the job done. And and, and I just think that I think the reissuing Gretchen reissuing one of his guitars, which is a beautiful thing to do as well. Um, and I just think that's fantastic that he's just like this is the fucking tool for the job, and you get absolutely no fucking frills, and this is it. It was working class metal. It was working class rock and roll. It was rock and roll that didn't have any, that didn't put any pretensions on you. That didn't try and sell you something. You know, Mal wasn't trying to sell you something. He wasn't trying to fucking, you know, what I mean, shove his opinion down your throat. He was just like, this is fucking a good song to have a listen to and dance and enjoy yourself. And it's fucking, it is what it is. You know, the lyrics are kind of like, you know, 
kind of innuendo and stuff like that. It's just, it's just good. You know, here it is. There's, this is this. They're, they're a bar band that made it to arenas that just converts over. Why? Because it was every man. Because it was just good. Because, because great stuff transcends its genre. Transcends its uh, what people believe it is. It, it just, it just becomes is. You know, like Dark Side of the Moon just is a great album. You know, you might not like the Beatles, but Sgt. Pepper is a is a great album. You know, it's it's these kind of monolithic things where it go, goes past that. And, and and Malcolm Young was everything that meant that in every way. Um, and it, I just think it, it's it's absolutely tragic that the guy dies. I think he was sixty four. Is no age. Is just no age. Um, Two thousand fourteen. Uh, he's diagnosed with dementia, and obviously Stevie Young replaced him. Um, I believe he did that in 1988 as well. I think it was Blood Up Your Video Tour. Um, I think, uh, I'm reading from what I've read, I believe he had lung cancer, Malcolm, and then a pacemaker as well. You don't hear about these things, and no one talks about it because he just, I get the feeling he was just like, what's next? Okay, what's wrong with me? Let's fix that. Let's get back. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that he, he, he really pushed right up until he, he stopped playing with them. To, to be playing because it's it's just one of those things you could tell it was just he was keeping us going but we were keeping him going you know what I mean and see, these were like big huge world tours he was doing and they're playing two hour two and a half hour sets and he's fucking there all the time fucking working hard at uh, you know to, to the side of to the side of Angus uh, you know it's just it's just an incredible fucking stay of, of work they're incredible sort of you know Shift he's put in there. Um, you, you, you have to remember as well that George, George Young is, I believe, um, younger brother died on the 22nd of October. So, you know, it's that must have been really, really tough. That you know, dementia is a, a, a tough thing, obviously. Um, and losing your short term memory must be quite, must be quite awful. So, we, you know, the, the thoughts must be with his wife and, he, and, and two children. You know, he was a father as well, and a husband and a brother before he was all of ours favourite rhythm guitarist you know uh, and he just seemed like this uh, hugely nice individual who just who just loved music loved playing and was just really good at it and just put that time and put the effort in and got the job done um, so the question should be you know should they carry on and that's a weird one because they carried on without Bon they carried on when Phil left. They carried on when Cliff and carried on, obviously, the first time. So the ACDC can exist with someone in that role, but it's not ACDC. It's just ACDC's current iteration. You know, it's it, the magic that he brings can never be duplicated. Um, possibly Angus is the only one now you could probably never truly replaced but it's not about that it's just about if, if they decide to tour again and I, let, let's hope they do but they don't owe us anything by the way they put the shift in you know the, the guys don't owe us anything they, they, they give us more than what we need if they play again that's great and all those people are going to be oh it's not really ACDC no it, well what is you, you know what is when they launch into hell's bells are you going to sing along yeah well shut the fuck up then yeah, it doesn't really, you know, when they launch into a whole lot of Rosie, are you going to still sing along or are you going to be bothered that he's not, you know, it's not Malcolm on the left? No, you know, it's sad. It is sad. And it's that, that's the, that, that, that is the truth. But ACDC, you know, the, the, I think Malcolm Young didn't ever want it to be in the spotlight. Clearly, he never wants to be. Who's going to want to share it with, like, Barn and Brian and Angus anyway? Just can't, can't do it. He's, 
he's just quietly happy to be to be great. Malcolm Young was great. Um, and thank just thank you. I'm a better player for listening to you. I'm a better person for approaching it with the same attitude that you have to to music. The world is a better place for the songs that you helped write and wrote. wrote. And you know, thanks for your, your service behind the bar of playing, um, of of playing and being and being just great, just a, an all round in, incredible player. Thank you, thank you to, for for every rock and metal fan who, at drunk out of their minds, will still remember this, the, the 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 lyrics to your songs because they mean everything to them. The people across the world who might not speak the same language, but they all know the the, the verse to "You Shook Me All Night Long." You know, thank you. You know it, what a what a what a great sort of service you did, and it, and and the love that's outpoured on the internet is 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 testament to that. The Independent did his obituary. You know that's how important he he was. He was he was he was he was an iconic figure in rock and metal, and we salute you. Thank you very much, Malcolm Young. One of the ways I'd, I'd seen it would seem a bit crass of me to end with any kind of plug or anything like that, I will simply say that you can choose to assist uh, and help and donate to various charities with, uh, with dealing with dementia. I, I have three here that I've, I look at. And once... Uh, www.dementia.org um, another one is www.thegoodcaregroup.com and one that seems very fitting is www.musicandmemory.org all websites dedicated to the treatment of dementia um, and I think that's probably the the, the, the best way we, we, we should end this podcast I can't say thank you enough to, to Malcolm Young um, but I will say go back and listen to uh, Back in Black. Just listen to how well crafted you shook me all night long is. Go back, listen to Highway to Hell. Listen to how well crafted Shot Down of Flames is. But the, one of the deeper cuts that I'd like to, you to listen to uh, and, and take up on board is Giving the Dog a Bone. Um, just listen to the rhythm part of that. Just listen to that. That is momentum personified thank you Malcolm Young thank you from the Spoken Metal Show and every metal and rock fan out there thank you Malcolm Young <laughs>